Carlos, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. It is really appreciated, particularly during this period of time. The build towards a release uh, can be both frantic and fast or extremely boring, as I understand it. But each of you take this. How, how's your day going so far? Sam? Yeah, good. Really good. Uh, it is one of those things where I think everything's sorted and everything's in place which means that I'm now constantly worrying that we've missed something really obvious, like yes. the van. Yes, or, I feel the like, same thing. Our songs, like, <laughs> because it's it, like we've been building to it for a while now. Um, obviously, it's been booked, booked for a while, but we've been talking about aiming to do this since it was recorded back in February. And we sat on the tunes for about a year and a half before. So it's been like, it's like the build up to, I don't know, what, three years, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but good. Yeah, despite that. Uh, today's my last day of work so done yay congrats um yeah and then for me uh good i'm just like liaising with intech about their gear and stuff and getting things down to bristol uh because we're sort of doing this and going up to leeds together but i have to go down to bring more stuff down to us because we're getting the van uh in bristol so yeah all good just logist logistics logistics yeah part and parcel of the fun of being in a modern band and with that in mind though when we are so close to release date and bearing in mind how long effectively you as the musicians have been sitting on the music and waiting for this day where is your head as a group mentally at are you at the stage where you are just sick to death and you want it out so people can hear it let it go walking it's on two legs or are you still super pumped about you know this experience Oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped about the experience. I mean, we've been writing uh, loads of new tunes lately and get, we're getting them in the set. So that's that's as exciting as playing the record. And we're, we're playing the whole record live um, as part of the tour. So that's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited for people to hear it, you know, really, really excited. Yeah. Definitely. I think like previously, because you're right, there's there's always that gap between even a quick turnaround. There's that gap between the songs being ready, being recorded and then released. Um, but I think because we've only really done one proper gig and then one like secret show in Bristol, I think we're just itching to like just do it more. Um, like we, yeah. we love, love the record and love the tunes. And now we're just like, let's just fucking go and do it. So yeah, yeah, it's like, it's an excited impatience, I think, rather than a, oh, I just want to get the tour done so we can play some new tunes. Like, we played the tunes live once and I can't, I can't wait to hear it again, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it almost feel like you haven't really started in the live environment because you haven't done these this tour yet and you haven't had um, many shows? Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's definitely, yeah, apt. I think we're definitely more excited because we haven't, we we want to want to just yes get out and play it and like see how it feels to club audiences you know I think it's a it's a really different thing big festival I mean it was sick it was so sick at Arctans and it was mm. so 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 good you know um and then our show we put on as well it was a bunch of mates so it'll be very interesting to see how uh, how it goes this next few weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's effectively having to stand on your own two feet and uh, bring the audiences in. 
Yeah. Everything from an outside perspective feels like it's been moving quite fast for skin failure at the moment. Do you think so? Feels like from an outside perspective, looking in with the releases, the arc tangent, um, and now this upcoming tour, that's felt really fast. Now, I'm going to guess by what you're saying, you haven't felt the same, that it hasn't moved too fast for you. Sam? It's, it's tricky, I think, because I know what you mean, that it existing in a kind of public eye has been like, hey, we're a thing, by the way, we're playing on tangent, and here's an album, and we're on tour, and it's been yeah. like blah, 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 which is like refreshing, I think, on our end. But um, but yeah, I think because because it like way back in the beginning, it was as it started out for like a fun side thing. It was always going to be just this kind of fun thing that we did in our own time. And then we kind of like, oh, well, we'll, we'll probably record it. I was like, okay, cool. So we had like a song and stuff. And then we were like, oh, well, we'll probably do like a gig a year. So like way back, like before COVID, we were like formulating the early, early stages of the tunes. Um, so yeah, like in our eyes, it's like, Publicly, it's been super quick, but for us, I think we've had a lot in place before. So it's kind of like it was ready and packaged and done before we started approaching people for like a release and stuff. Um, yeah. So it's an interesting like uh, hypocrisy in the sense that we feel both, I guess. <laughs> like we're finally doing it, but also like, oh, we've been a thing in the public eye for seven months and now all these amazing things are happening. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Well, of course, the new album, it's Radalak. Um, take me back to the early days of the Inception. In specifically, what vision did you have at the time that you wanted to do effectively your debut record? Did you have one? And uh, how did it pan out? We just wrote a bunch of songs, really. Uh, and then uh, and, and, and then I, I, I sort of... Uh, when I was writing the lyrics for things, I just had a lot of really crazy ideas. And then I wrote the story mm -hmm. that was behind it and which kept developing and developing and growing bigger and bigger. And then and then we went to the studio and uh, Wayne, who we were working on it with, was just like, mate, this is an album, you know? And, and, and he sort of was very much like, no, let's let's write some segues together and like create some kind of sketches and stuff uh in it that tie together the narrative mm. um and and uh and then and then that should sort of like make it all a, a, a record <laughs> and we were like yeah great um so that was yeah. that was awesome really but but he definitely led that um mm. yeah he kind of like paused halfway through didn't he and he was like okay we, we can do more. Like, do you guys want to pad it out and, and yeah, make it like its own, like much more of a kind of like contained thing? Because um, I think we had, we went in with a bunch of tunes that were there and ready and existed in their own right. But then it was like Wayne nailed grabbing all of the wisps of ideas and this and that. And like, we didn't really say no to anything uh, as, as you hear yes. in the record, I think. <laughs> like, it was like, should we do this? Yes. Should we do this? Yeah. Should we do more? Yes. More is always more. That's it. That's um, it. And yeah, he really like put it all together. So it made, it was like cohesive and made, made sense, you know, rather than just lots of angry, maniacal music. <laughs> so you can kind of point at him and say like, he created the order out of the disorder of your ideas, basically, uh, particularly when it comes to the storytelling aspect almost. Yeah. So I will, 
I'm, I'm the worst person with lyrics mm-hmm. with bands that I've listened to for like 15 years. I could, I could know the entire song back to back instrumentally, but I still won't know the chorus. because I just yeah. don't pick it up. So I knew like bits and pieces of the story that he talked about and, and ideas and things. And then, yeah, when it was all laid out and he went through and kind of told the story, I was like, Oh my God. Okay. And then, yeah, that I think, I think Will's like storytelling and concept building, uh, gave it a level and then Wayne was just like cool cross the t's dot the i's make it coherent and now it's like here you go you know before we jump into what I wanted to ju- follow that up Sam by asking you you said oh my god but was that an initial wow this is absolutely stunning or was it an oh my god this is insane kind of reaction initially <laughs> both I think <laughs> I think like oh my god this is insane and this is exactly what it needs to be. Like it was this like kind of almost clairvoyant moment of being like, so this is what we're doing. Like this is, yeah, this is, there is, there is method to the madness, you know. <laughs> and now we're all kind of in on the storytelling side of it as well for the next record. And, and, and I think we're going to keep writing along this like narrative arc, mm. uh, maybe forever. That they, they all kind of tie in somehow into this like ridiculous time traveling psychedelic uh kind of thing which just fits the aesthetic and it, it's kind of made the music and the way that we write i think in some respects like uh bigger and more like ah uh, and then it you know uh then we, we all just bounce off each other about the silly ideas of what is going to be in the next thing and i'll be like okay i'll write all that down and then i'll be like <laughs> ah okay this next track uh uh, it's going to be for the middle of the next record. I'm not sure what's going to happen at the start and finish, but it's going to be about rival surf gangs that fight each other <laughs> on the sea and they strap swords and axes to the end of their surfboards and battle each other to the death on their surfboards. And everyone was like, yes! And I was like, and it's starring Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves and my Anthony Kiedis. And that is going to be the next record. You know, and then we just like... <laughs> I swear somebody made a movie like that in the 80s, so you're probably not too far off. I mean, where, yeah, yeah. where are you drawing those, your influences from, from those sort of ideas? Is it just anything and everything you've ever seen, experienced in life? I think so, yeah. And it's sort of like 90s stoner films, 80s, uh, 80s uh, super gore, like super violent action films. Um, we're all a big fan of like sort of the ultra-violent, like ridiculousness of of like horror films and um that kind of thing with the skin failure thing and the Simpsons, but it's from that sort of Simpsonsy angle as yeah. opposed to the death metal angle, which I think is a bit more like uh rape and blood, and we're a bit more like <laughs> <laughs> like look at that guy's face, it's melting. That's fucking sick. <laughs> Do you know that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like are the two sort of angles of it. Um yeah, yeah. I mean, as a, a website and a channel that's dedicated to horror uh, as much as it is metal, but also spent my entire life watching The Simpsons. Yeah, it all makes a hell of a lot of sense. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And that, nice. that ties in. That ties into the music and the kind of the attitude and the the sort of like taking ourselves less seriously than a lot of other aspects of of, of things that we've maybe done in the past or whatever. And like, but. I don't know, it's difficult to describe that side of it too, because we take it really seriously when we're writing the music and 
and and we really enjoy in, interacting uh, with each other, and we're, we're always trying to kind of make the music better. And but then it's like, okay, but then what's behind this? And then it's like this whole yeah, there's like eighties, nineties horror uh, slasher kind of um, mixed with the st stoner stuff, and then films like like I say, like Point Break and. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of like cult culture. I think. Uh, yeah, but it's funny because we're all on the same page, and we never really have to like say, "Oh, this thing is from this," and reference it. It's like it's sort of a lot of our generations, uh, the thirty plus, <laughs> you know, uh, referencings, references. Uh, if that if that makes sense. Considering all of that and considering the concept behind the album, um, it's obviously incredibly detailed and quite uh, out there. How important is it for you as a group that people who listen to it not only maybe vibe with the concept and understand it and get into it, uh, or do you not really care as long as they're just enjoying the music? Sam? I think, I think it's a mixture of both for me. Like, what I'm really enjoying, like, again, this is from, from our point of view, is the taking the music seriously and writing the kind of music that we want to hear and want to want to play, but then almost giving people that kind of, but you could also have lots of fun with it by having this, like, psychedelic Jesus-based story. Um, and, yeah, so w whether it's whether it's the, the storytelling almost that pulls them in and they go, oh, sick thrash metal as well, cool, or vice versa, like, I think I think it plays both. Yeah. Are you kind of going to are you looking to utilize um, other forms of media? I mean, we're obviously talking about videos here as much as anything else, but elements like that, to, I guess, sell that more fun aspect than uh, necessarily the 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 volume on the stereo. Yeah, I mean, well, we, we've made a comic, actually. Sam and I uh, um, did a lot of it and Paul put in a lot of effort to that, too. But we've. I made a a, a a comic on which is actually being printed as we speak um, uh, that kind of goes alongside and yes to sort of promote the records but I, I just found mid journey and I completely fell in love with it because um, I've never been able to make anything that I I'm always been terrible I've never found any software that's allowed me to be creative before yeah. um, and that's one of these AI generating uh, things and. I literally spent 10 months uh, doing three days work a week uh, making these images and I found it so inspiring um, and just really like, yeah, this is kind of what I meant by this bit in the story. And I was able to make an image that I felt sort of summed up that part of the story. And some of it looks amazing and, and they're, you know, totally unique images that, uh, and, and yeah, okay, I didn't draw it by hand or I, I didn't graphic art you know I didn't as a graphic artist make mm. it myself using traditional graphic art software but for me I just found that I was able to you know create and 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 be be creative through it so I, I think it kind of doesn't matter in a way you know because I just I love the process yep. and then Sam did all the captions uh, and all the all the kind of writing that you know the characters say to each other and using my lyrics and it was just a brilliant collaboration in that sense really just like so awesome you know this is going this is in print now yeah going to print now yeah yeah 
part of the bundle. Um, yeah, for me, like when I was writing, we I, we had all the images together and kind of like put them all in order so I could see the storyboard. And Will had put like some suggestions as like a guide of which bit it was for. And then I had that alongside the lyric book that's also being made. And then suddenly I like even me who'd been like playing the songs, talking about the story with Will and the band and stuff. I was like in the story. And so it was quite nice, like writing the captions and realizing that hopefully, you know, when people read it, they'll they'll then have like a visual to like aid the story. And so as well as it being like a standalone album that you can listen to and a story that if you read the lyrics, it makes sense. But you then got the comic and being like, I feel like I'm like, like it, it living it rather than just simply like listening to yeah. it. So it's that's yeah. sick. And also, while we were doing this, I just want to say, like, throughout most of this, we have been laughing, like, a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's always worth mentioning throughout every part of the process, we're just going, like, this is ridiculous. So, and it was so nice for me just to be able to be, like, the more ridiculous and bombastic I made the story, uh, the more fun it was, and the more that the rest of the guys were just like, yes, mm. ah, you know. And uh, more, more. more. <laughs> Do, is there any limit on the imagination in within skin failure overall? I don't think so. The person there saying, "Hey, hey, calm down. This might be a bit difficult." Is there anyone? No one. <laughs> and if anything, I'd like the record to show that Will is on a personal mission to make my life more difficult. <laughs> He's like, hey. I love what you're doing, but I want it twice as fast. Or I love what you're doing, but I want you to do it for three times as long. And I'm like, yes, Will, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a name. Uh, I've got a character in rehearsal that comes out called Double Kick Dick. Uh, it's like, yeah. hi, Double Kick Dick here. Uh, I love what you're doing, but I think you should do triple doubles on that bit. Like, can we try that? And Sam's like, yeah, nice to see you again, Dick. <laughs> Wicked. It all yeah. makes sense talking to you guys, particularly as um, yesterday was my my uh, write the review, focus on the music fully um, experience. Right. So that comes out tomorrow morning as at a time recording. Um and the word, there are many words to describe it, uh, but one I want to come back to in particular is it really relates to obviously the experimental elements that exist within skin failure, what you all clearly have enshrouded in your soul. And it's really basically how, how do you limit that experimentation? How much trouble do you have filtering the ideas into workable songs? And was it a simple process when it came down to it to put the entire record together? with all those ideas wow yeah uh i mean i guess it starts with like toby and paul mm. um and dave i guess actually originally uh have these like just i think when they were living together they both were like they'd started the band with you and with Sam and and then they just wrote loads of stuff and it was originally just thrash yeah actually this is a good this is a good way of sort of weaving the narrative I think and then mm. and then I think like Paul then started putting in some more hardcore elements that were like sort of more like every time I die sort yeah. of riffs and then Toby was like oh yeah okay I'll also write that kind of stuff into mine 
And so we've got this folder, uh, a Google Drive, which uh, has like, like 20 or 30 tunes that each of them have written. Yep. And then uh, Dave uh, has his own, which has like 10, 12 songs. And uh, I mean, there's some of them that we're working on now that are some of the first tunes that these guys wrote together in jams ages ago. And um, w- when I joined like two years ago, nearly, um, basically they had like four that were pretty much finished uh, that were kind of a lot more thrash. And then I guess I'm sort of part of the experimental aspects of it mm. in a way yeah. in that like, I mean, they literally, Dave used to get really angry in the first few rehearsals because there was just like loads and loads and loads of riffs and the songs were amazing but they were actually a lot shorter um Mm. and then I sort of would be like well for these bits to make sense this bit needs to be dragged out and this bit here needs to be cut because I think we can save that for another song that sounds more like that song uh and then I'd be like and then we can have a build up here for vocals and then I brought in little bits like I'm always saying, can we do a blast beat thing over this so that I can do like a a black metal kind of thing over the top. Uh, And then, and then from my sort of bringing in those ideas, then that sort of then tends to then bounce back to these guys and then they go, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then maybe I don't make the next practice. They then do work on what I've sort of brought in and then they refine it and then maybe add a few more little bits and then usually send that over to me. Then I'm like, yeah, that's fucking it. And then you've got a song like Sleeveless Jesus, which is like, you know, I remember the first time I heard that finished instrumentally, that whole thing. I was just like, that is absolutely insane, but it makes total sense. Yeah. It, it, it like it it, 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 it like it just, it makes sense within the, world of this sound mm-hmm. which we're creating and uh yeah I, I, and i think that the the further we keep pushing this sort of experimental aspect of it and the more we've been messing around with sounds and stuff the more every time we're just like yeah 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 let's do this in there sounds good and you know uh we all we're all on the same page with occasionally when there's something that you're just like I don't know if this extra bit here is needed, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, let's, tr-, but we're just like, let's try taking it out or let's try putting this thing in here and see how it sounds. And then if it's like, nah, it doesn't work. We're all pretty much on the same page. It's not experimentation for the sake of experimentation. You, you still know what you want, who a certain, yeah. you're not afraid to try yeah. new things. Yeah. It's, it's a fun balance of like, more is always more, which is our complete mindset versus, okay, we probably don't actually need that bit. Do you know what I mean? I think it's it's not doing anything unnecessarily, but also being prepared to try everything and say yes to a lot, I think. Um, (laughs) It's been really interesting, like a different dynamic for me, where we'll have a tune kind of like finished or formulated in our heads (laughs) and then give it to Will, who as a vocalist is like, that's sick. But for me to be able to do what I do best, let's pull that bit, make it longer, add an extra section here or like a callback or something. 
which is like I've only been in instrumental bands before, so I've never had that like song side to it. It's been very much like kind of like I, I hate the term, but like pieces, if that makes sense. And so it's been like we've had a song like done and dusted in our head, given it to Will, and then it's been like fully pulled apart and tweaked. Or we've had a song where we've gone to Will and been like, this is what we've got so far. And Will's just said, yeah, I've got vocals for it. And there's been no, no tweaks. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting dynamic. And yeah. Do you think Radlack would exist as it does today if the past couple of years uh, worldwide issues hadn't occurred, e.g. pandemic slash lockdowns? Or was that Ooh, That's a good question. What do you think, Will? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would. Because <laughs> I think my previous thing was coming to a natural conclusion. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Dave was always going to be making tunes with these guys because um, he had that thrashy itch that he needed to scratch. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to quote that back to Dave and be like, yeah, I said that. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm really stoked with that. <laughs> Dave had a thrashy itch. itch that he needed to thrash. Oh, no. Um. So yeah, yeah, and I, I think, uh, and I think, I think you and Paul and Toby had talked about doing something else for a while, right? Yeah. So I, so I've been in a band with Toby for ten years now, um, and Paul was in a was in a band called Kyanoa with Dave previously, and I was always envious of that because I've got like a like a um, a post metally undercurrent to me. Um, and that was that it was that kind of vibe, like instrumental, dark, quite angular, but still very kind of groove based. So that all packed in years ago. And then I was talking with Paul, wanting to make music with him for ages, because I've known him again for like eight or nine years, but we never played together. And Dave had been doing the same with Toby for ages. And then we all just suddenly kind of went, oh, hang on. <laughs> That's the four of us. And, uh, and yeah, it was going to be like a fun instrumental thing. And then Will heard one bit of a song and was like, I'm in, I'm the vocalist. And we were like... <laughs> done um yeah no i think yeah i lost, I lost the beginning of the sentence no it's golden uh, we're at this stage we are just a matter of days away from release i have to ask you then considering what's been out and the reaction to what's been heard so far as well which has been supremely positive i'm so um, pleased because it is an amazing album is there one particular track that you guys are really interested to hear listeners feedback to off the album I think Full Throttle, weirdly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know why. I just think it's like, it just sounds like someone having their head kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all the most thrash, but also it's just got that like wicked hardcore bit in the middle that's like super Dillinger-y. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like all, I mean, all, all of it really, because I think the whole thing, is 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 I'm actually going to listen to it again in a minute because I haven't yeah. for about three weeks, um, so I look forward to that. Um, but yeah, I, for me, full throttle. I think um, I'm looking forward to people hearing the most, for sure. So my two favourites on the album have already been released as singles: "Sleepless Jesus" and "Meat Pond." Yeah. Partly because I'm a proggy prick and they're the longest, uh, and so that that kind of feels like it, like I'm in it more. Um, but also because like they've each got 
like selfishly some of my favorite aspects of metal both in terms of like from a drumming point of view and in general mm. so that very much like a I'm really vibing playing this because like I, I want to be there on the other on the other side um and the way that sleeveless starts off horrible and frantic and like bitey and then almost like opens up to this kind of proggy into black metal swell um I really like that kind of juxtaposition. I, I like they're almost being a little bit like a, oh, okay. I didn't expect that. And it's the first tune as well. So it's kind of like, here you go. This is the ride we're on. And then anything that's like swung, kind of swashbuckling like Meat Pond, I'm just, I'm just a sucker for. And it's just bouncy. It's, um, yeah. So we've already kind of had that reaction. Well, at least people have heard it. But I think talking to people about it live and stuff, I'm, that's what they're, they're the ones I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we come down to as well, because people haven't, a lot of people, most people haven't had the chance to experience uh, skin failure in a live perspective. But even still at this stage, you are connecting with people. That much is clear. From your perspective, why do you think that is? Uh, I, I, I think initially a lot of it's, uh, we've, we've done really well on uh, the sort of promo side Mm. things i've been really proud of all the stuff paul's put together and like just like all the silly little memes and like <clears throat> uh the videos with like you know the screaming was this was it a goat or like i, I don't know like just, yeah just all of those ones and the mummy the one dave made with the mummy and like you know like dinosaur. all of that i think the dinosaur i just think yeah. there's been a, a a lot of that where where uh yeah, they've. It, it's been, it's been really funny, and uh, you know we've, uh, and I think the music speaks for itself. But it's just so, it's very hard to grab people's attention these days with anything and kind of get through. And I think yeah. you know the artwork and everything, and 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 even that last, the most recent video that we did, mm -hmm. you know, I think it does stand out a bit as this sort of kind of bogany a bit redneck yeah. slightly silly but like mental <laughs> um yeah it's just all about having fun and I, I know everyone always says it but ultimately if we're having fun writing it and talking about it and playing it that's gonna that's gonna be obvious and that's gonna breed into the crowd and it's just it, it's not it's not the only point but if you're having fun everything else kind of follows and i think that's that's how we've viewed it writing it and performing it like we're we're doing it because we want to do it and mm -hmm. and, and the, the music stands up but ultimately it's all about it's the journey not just the destination i think and i think yeah we're just looking forward to having a party with everyone basically like <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I think the importance of your Arctangent um, set can't be understated. Well, I wasn't at that festival. Um, I was at Bloodstock the week before, but after Arctangent, oh, nice. there were several conversations about bands with people I knew about who they'd seen and they'd checked out. And you guys were constantly coming up. There was a lot of buzz around that. And uh, that feels like that's kind of continued as we reach this this, na this now tour. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, th I think so. I think it was it was an amazing show. Especially it was like 12 o'clock, you know, and I got them doing a big wall of death and like, <laughs> it, was just, it was just really funny. It was just, uh, yeah. it was just fun. Well then, I mean, the it... last one before you go, so, sorry, you were going to say something. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. 
Well, the last one before I let you go then, um, it's really uh, for all those people who haven't experienced your life. Me, for example, um, who was not tangent and this tour starting on November 10th and Leeds running all the way through to the end of November. Just in a couple of words, describe what Skin Failure Live is like. Sam? Oh, uh, three words. Um, loud, fast, beer. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to say chaos, no sleeves. <laughs> nice. that's a good one yeah that was good didn't expect that um guys i'm so pleased that radlax finally coming out at the end of this week on the friday um it is a great album uh this is something that blows thank much you freedom of you tomorrow thank and that will come and of course on this tour you're all over the uk uh best of luck with that and thank you so much for taking the time to do this absolute pleasure man anytime yeah it's been lovely Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?